0: Okay, good morning Rabbi, so let's begin, let's continue the sugya of um, Malabin that we started yesterday so beautifully. Ephraim, ah. Salam Aisar We said yesterday there are three parts to the cleaning situation. There are, there's the shria, right, there's the soaking, there's the scrubbing, and then there is the squeezing, right. Those are the three parts to Malabin. Those are also the three stages in every washing machine. Every washing machine has stage number one, the soaking, Zev. Also has the shivshav, the scrubbing. And number three has the squeezing out the liquid. We mentioned yesterday that all three parts are going to be asur awesome on Shabbos Kodesh. Each of them are also awesome because of malaban, notwithstanding one to the other. That means I could do one without the other, and I'm still over. So if I do, for example, the soaking without the scrubbing, or the scrubbing without the soaking, or the squeezing without the soaking, I'm over on either one. Ellie, are you with me? Yes. Kovaldik. Now, the Maisa like this. Let's begin. Yesterday we said a Gemara in Zvachim that Shri Zehu Kibusa. I want to speak a bit about that because I think it's very, very Negea. I think it's something that unfortunately people just don't know and it's almost like a second nature that when you have a stain or something so immediately, you know, you go to the faucet, you take some water and you scrub it off, right? So now we know. The Gemara tells us in Zvachim la Chalamaisa we pass in this way. Shri Zehu kibusai. The shria, the soaking of something Zehu, this is kibuse, this is the cleaning process. Because the very first thing that you do in a washing machine is soak the begodim, the garments, the clothing, so that will eventually get out the stain. Therefore, anytime you put liquid on a stain, on a fabric that absorbs, yesterday we said, uh, if you have hard wood, very hard plastic, hard leather, um, you know, uh, plates, cups silverware, all of these things are not subject to malabin because they don't absorb. So therefore, to take a plate and put it under the faucet, under the tap, under the water, there's no problem with that. To make, you know, to make the table that's dirty after a kiddush and, you know, wipe it off, which we'll have to talk about, right? Obviously, you have to be careful for skita, right? But if you take, for example, some liquid and you pour it on, you, you, you schlep it out with some with, with some shmatas that are dry, there's no problem with that because there's no shria, there's no absorption. I like that word, by the way, I just made it up. There's no absorbation. It's not a word, right? It's, where are my English Absorbation, I said no. I like this. I like this word. No, I think it's a good word. There's no absorbation on a table. Okay, it's fine, right? Okay. Now moving on. Whoa. Okay. That that means you are. <laughs> Okay, let's move on. So I'm going to say, a, for the a simple kasher for the oilam, Okay? The oilam probably know the answer because we do this every week. And I'm going to ask the question, we have in many, many places, a good, good semen by the way, of a, a is when you've got the towel outside that you use for the shalashitas, right? It's normally not dry. It's normally not dry. So that will be a shayla of We'll talk about it over here. But if you have a towel, that's why we have a towel. That's why we have a towel. So if you have a towel over here, I want to ask the Olam, when you wash your hands for the sidaim for bread, you have to wash them. Yeah, you have to, okay. Now we establish you have to wash. You wash your hands. Your hands are wet. Now you dry them on a towel. And what's the heta? to wipe your hands on a towel, which are wet with water, and you're going to make the towel wet, what happened to Shri Yosai? Zehul <laughs> <laughs> Kibosai. As, as I fit the belt, no does this, it must be okay. Everyone does it, it must be fine, right? The Rebbe did it. <laughs> the attacker was chat. We don't ask questions, you're talking about that. It's a mode by the way. The Heilige Belzeruves, one time by Sayyidinite. So he decided that he's going to do everything he can to make sure that the Kindelach asked the Kashas. And he was doing all into some zach and interesting things that don't, that are not normally done. And he was waiting for the Zing, for the Sun to say, Tati, what's Pshat? What are you doing? What's going on? Goonish, not a word, not a question, nothing. The Belzeruv couldn't take it, like, what's going on at the end of Sayyidinach? He said, Yingela, what's Pshat? What's it? We didn't ask any questions. We didn't think that I was doing anything. He says, we don't ask kashas on the Tata. The Tata does something we don't ask cashes. No, Rabbi Sai, simple question. Eli, what what, Menachem, what what do we do? You take wet hands and you run on a towel. Everyone does this, right? So what's the The Gemara says, she asks, you cannot take um, uh, water or anything like that and get wet a material. By the way, it's not only taking your sleeve and putting it under the faucet. Right, Michal. It could be even spritzing it. Balloon fights. Where, where is he? Hmm. That's what I was looking for. Water balloon. I didn't say it, didn't they? Water balloon fights. Okay. That was good. Are you allowed to do that on Shabbos? I've heard not. Right? Of course not. Course not. Yeah. What about walking around? Nobody would ever do this, right? You, you ever? Saw, these are like little kids do this, right? They take like water guns. Little kids do that. They take water guns and they go like, or they take hoses. Right, you know, like Muslim, and they go <laughs> right. What happens? Are you allowed to do that on Shabbos Kodesh? Water guns, spritzing, right? Yes. What? Yes. If the baby spritzes, you're right. you don't have to take the baby. No, just about Of an adult, Azaria. About it's also right. You're not allowed to do that because you're making a baguette, a garment wet on Shabbos Kodesh. So, boys, we're back to square one. Ellie, what's the answer? Why are you allowed if you are? I don't know, maybe you're not allowed. I don't know, maybe maybe tackle are gonna say it's osa to now use a towel on Shabbos no, oh, Whoa, I don't know if that well, what that makes that mutter. I don't know paper towels. I don't know, we we'll have to get to a Moshe We'll get to a Moshe soon. taina? What is it mutter and why? huh It's a different use? That's very beautiful, but it's a segregation that it's gonna become wet. Zaharia, what do you say? Zev, what do you say about this? Dirty water. What? what? Dirty water. No, it's not. i have just wash my hands. I'm I mean, It's mutter. No, it's dirty. It's muta. Ashapaskin is He's right. Well now why? <laughs> okay, so I say I want to tell the ailam a toastis and Shabbos. Not toastis in your pomice. Toastis and Shabbos, cook your nalaf on an, an Look up the toastis, come on to like toastis. How can I mice in this toastis? Uh, this toastis is going to answer us the shaila. Why it's mutter to use a towel on Shabbos Kodesh. Something called derech lichluch. Derech lichluch is muta. Meaning, if you're not taking clean water, and cleaning the baggage in a way that's going to make it cleaner, it's derech lichluch. Derech lichluch is muta. And therefore, that's why you're allowed to clean the towel. Because mistoma on your hand, there's a bit of dirt. It could be the water's clean. But on your hand, there's probably some dirt. right? You don't exactly scrub it all off. You just wash naked until it's a dime. Remember, on your hand, there's probably some dirt, some sweat, whatever it may be. Remember, that goes on the towel. Once that goes on the towel, that's called derech lichluch. I'll give you another example Rabbi what I'll give you another example. Let's say, we should never know of such a thing. We should never know. But Shabbos comes in and there's a sponge in the sink. We should never know such things. Okay? There's a sp- in this dough. In this dough. It happened. It happened. There was a sponge in the sink. So what's my, what's my kasha? What's my kasha? What's that? Without picking up, muksa. I don't want to get involved in muksa. I don't know muksa. I'm just talking about Malavan. What? Can you use the sink when you switch on the tap? When you switch on the faucet, the water is going on either directly on the sponge, depending on where it is, or you know through the through the sink. Are you allowed to use that sink to wash wash your hands, wash the dishes, whatever it may be? What? What use? what use? But the Meister what also say means that you are wetting something. Wetting a material is also shaleva da according to most showing him Also on Shabbos What? I'm causing it to get wet when I open up the faucet and the water goes to it. Nothing I do but I don't, don't switch it on. Don't switch on the tap. Oh, you still have to clean the <laughs> You're still traumatized on the baby wipes. Ah. <sighs> <sighs> So I'll tell you like this, it really depends. If the sink is dirty, which means that when the water goes on, there's dirt in the sink, which is often the case, and the dirt and the water together go to the spout, that will be a problem. But if the sink is directly under the spout, under the faucet, under the stream of water, that will obviously be problematic. Or if the sink is clean, that will be problematic. So the Heidegger Rabotcha over here said already, and ate already before, and he said you could take out the the, the sponge. I don't know what was was, but I'm assuming what you could do is you could take two spoons or two forks. Obviously, you're not going to touch it because the klisha raktere is. It doesn't shine over there. Whatever. Because so you're going to pick it up with two forks and you're going to move it in that way because that's a shinoi. But otherwise, that's a problem. Rabbi say, when you wash, do you have a khiv to lift up your sleeve all the way to make sure that you don't get any liquid, any water from, which is clean water, onto the begged? Which would be a problem of shiri zehu kibusai. That is the shaila. So you should know that there are cannot that hold that you should be careful. You should be careful when you wash a Sadaim, Lift up your sleeves because if your sleeves are down in a way that is almost. So, by the way, if your sleeves are like this and you're not being yachts in a sadaim. Right? Go have a look. but Don't have a uh, Do, don't. I don't know if you should or you shouldn't. Right? But if you go look at people who watch the Tere Sadaim, what happens? It's an amazing thing. Right? I, I've done it a few times over here. Right? I don't even remember this. I've done it a few times over here. You watch the guy doing the Tere Sadaim and like, uh-uh. He's like, Huh? Hopefully he's not talking at that time, because he thinks that you're allowed to talk. Whatever, it's a different trailer. But, let's say he does, right? He's like, you're not yaytsev until he's The daim. Ish, by the way. Chazen Ish writes that he saw Choshiba Talmidi Chachabim. That Poshit would never yaytsev until he's a Right? You go watch. Go watch. Or maybe don't watch. I don't know. I'm not sure if you should. There are a few things that you should or shouldn't see. One of them is a Hazepais. I don't know if you should go around looking. And the other one is Hilchas Haze Mezuzah. It's so another shayla. You know, a day of celebration involved. Goes through all the shayla's of how high it has to be. Right? Who well, so said, should you look? Should you not look? Somebody knocked on my door. I don't have my name on my door. knows, right? I don't have the name, I don't have my name on my door. So a guy knocked on my door one time, he says to me, I knew that you lived here. I said, what, you heard the noise? No, no, Actually you didn't hear the noise. He said, I'll tell you why, because it's the only one that the mezuzah is exactly on the right height. All the rest of them just put it on bare, you know, around that height. Looks good for the pictures. Looks better I've the take measure. you yeah, it is similar bob said, bring down the rock the It's gotta be the top slish, it's from the bottom of the top slish. Right, I'll show you a mask, right? So let's move on. I don't know. How we got on to this. Let's move on. Where are we? Oh, so the tini sadaim. You see, guys, they wash the tini sadaim, yeah? And you, you could go touch that. It's completely dry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pasha yaitza, like, well, not Yaitzah. what it's not today. Today This Daim is all the way until the wrist. Right? It is, right? So you've got you to twist. Ah, oh, Shmiel. Ah, Shmiel over here says you've got to twist the hand. Unbelievable. Rabbi <laughs> said, <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. This is not Hilkha said Tereza So for kids, sir, if you have your sleeve over there, you've got to be careful. Lift up your sleeve in a way that it's not clear that it's going to happen, and therefore that will be okay. Now, by the way, Whenever the liquid is not a clean liquid, there is no problem So for example, if Coca-Cola, or orange juice, or wine, or something, whatever like that, spills on the floor, or spills on the table, you could take a shmata, and wipe it up, obviously being careful of, because obviously you can't squeeze, but if you have a big enough shmata, big enough towel, to wipe up a small little spill, that's not going to be a problem, but if it's, right, then it's no problem whatsoever, now there's many other, different shailahs, that we have to get to, which are very, very common, on Shabbos Kodesh, when things spill, someone throws up, What's the din in such a case? Are you allowed to you know wipe it up? Are you allowed to do all those sorts of things? Mr. Shemar Bhai say tomorrow the we shall continue Have a wonderful and beautiful day.